following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland. From the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, episode 419. Lovely spring day on this March the 27th. That's the date of production for those of you keeping score at home. I know, some of you may not even hear the show till like Wednesday, which is like, I don't know, four days away. I don't know, three days, technically. I don't know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's four days. I'm counting Sunday, too, because it... It ain't over yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there is there is that. Anyway, I'm glad that you're uh, you're able to tune in, stream, download, whatever it is that you do to get the program. We certainly do appreciate it. It's uh, it's a fun, new, different world, isn't it? You know, with everything available. You know, I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine about the the state of late night television. You know, those you know the halcyon days of the king of late night, like Johnny Carson, David Letterman. Those days are gone if you think about it. You know, there's no there's no need to sit and watch that stuff unless there's a nostalgia factor because everything that you want to see with that show, with those shows, is already up on YouTube somewhere along the way. It's it's odd, I know, I get it. <laughs> but that's the way it is. I you know, I I, I want to watch something when I want to watch it. I want to listen to something when I want to listen to it. It's the same thing here with this show. You're listening. There's no set schedule except on Wednesday nights at around midnight, you know, into Thursday morning. Much like this, you know, <laughs> is the way the way that it goes. We've had to learn to embrace this. I mean, I still, yes, I do a live show uh, a weekday, every weekday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. with uh, LJ, the uh, Radio Memphis in the Morning Show. It's a thing. And now we're taking select cuts of this, by the way. We just started this this past week. Select cuts of this program are now, guess where, YouTube. We we decided to put a few up there. A couple a day, you know, not the whole show. It's just like, it, you know, 15 minutes here, 12 minutes there, 8 minutes here, you know, that kind of thing. You know, a couple of the bits that some of the stuff that we found amusing or entertaining, you might not, I don't know. I th- think maybe you would be sort of amused, but it's just a, you know, a little thing you may not have heard, but a chance to kind of catch up because, you know, we do a five-hour show. It's kind of hard to... Expect anybody to sit through five hours of it. For God's sake, I barely do it, and I host the damn thing. <laughs> it's not that bad. We do have fun, though. And uh, if you want to learn more about it, look for the Radio Memphis uh, YouTube page. It's the Radio Memphis. You'll see it. You see, you see all the logos and stuff. And we just kind of sort of started posting stuff. We've had the channel forever. Just never did anything with it. And now... After some discussions with some friends, they're like, dude, what do you do? Why are you not posting air? Because that's where everybody's at, man. Not everybody. Uh, everybody else is over at Instagram. Everybody else is over on Twitter. And there's a bunch of other people that are over on Reddit. And where are the Facebook people? Damn good question. That's kind of the topic of the of the program today. Social media overhaul seems to be the uh, the deal here. Some observations from the world of, of that. I, I like beating up on Facebook. And it's like, well, Rick, you have a Facebook account. Why are you beating up on it? Because 
because I can. And it's the the whole thing I find ludicrous. You know, of course I'm a part of something I find ludicrous. What, who, everybody feels that way. Am I, am I all of a sudden being, you know, what? What, what is this all about? <sighs> we'll have a chat about all of that. And a few other things, too, as uh, as we make our way through it. Uh, kick back, relax, grab a beverage, or do something else. Look at something while you're listening to it. Whatever, whatever you want to do, it's fine. Don't, don't tell me. Don't let me tell you how you should live your life. Do what you want. Ah, whatever. Well, what I'm getting at here is we'll take a brief break. We'll be back in about 60 seconds with more from Radioland right after this. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-417-0851. 800-417-0851. That's 800-417-0851. Just a few moments ago before I came in here to uh, sit down and record this, um, yeah, this isn't live. It's the only non-live thing that I'm involved with, aside from some of the parts of my soul are not alive anymore. That's nah, not, not alive. Uh, I uh, was exchanging messages with our uh, our producer, Mark Caldwell. Mark is with the Memphis Blues Society, and he helps us with the Booze and Blues show. In fact, if it wasn't for him, there would not be much of a show at all. And uh, he also helps getting us uh, a little bit of content during the week, uh, during the morning show, during the Radio Memphis in the afternoon show with the Heavyweight Chumps. Two to six, Monday through Thursday. Yeah, this show's chock full of promos. But at any rate, we were going back and forth a little bit about how Facebook has become, oddly enough, more difficult to work with when it came to the promotion of events and things. And a lot of it, of course, we've, we've always known that having a Facebook account... <clears throat> Uh, you know, everybody's got one, it seems, or most everybody has one or a lot of people have them because it's kind of that number keeps changing. And I, I'll get to that in a little bit. But but, if, you know, if you're you know, like us, we were, we're we're a business, we're a radio station and we bring content and we want to let people know about it. And unless you happen to be tuned in and catch the promos about it, then that's a thing. And if you happen to not be because that's a thing, too, because they are gathering on demand stuff. They may not necessarily be tuned in at that time when they hear about an appearance that an artist is going to make on that on that program. You, you follow me? Am I making sense? And it's getting a little bit more difficult because you may have 10,000 followers or 10,000 likes or 10,000 friends or whatever the case may be, and you'll post something and maybe about 20 people will see it. And a lot of that is because, of, of course, Facebook wants their money. That's how that works. They, they want you to pay them to access the people who follow you. Does that make sense? Does that, does that, does that work? Do we like it? No, we cannot stand that. 
absolutely cannot stand that. However, having said that, the point of the matter is, is that we, we, what other options do we have, right? And that, and Facebook knows this, but they also know that there are several options. There are several, there are many other options to have. One of which, of course, is Twitter. And a lot of people go, I don't have Twitter because I don't get it. It's Twitter's Facebook without the Facebook, if that makes sense. There's Instagram. Everybody seems to understand that because it's a photograph and some words maybe. But a lot of people just look at the photograph and not read the words. That's a thing as well, which is a Facebook property. Then there's uh, WhatsApp. It's a phone conversation thing. Then there's Snapchat, which is... And then there's Reddit. Yeah, kind of. A lot of people just don't like it because it's toxic. And, and it is. It's, it is uh, It is really rather toxic. And then, of course, you have uh, YouTube, which is also sort of interesting. Yes, it is a... Um, it is social media. Some people don't like to think of it that way, but it is, in fact, social media. Um because of the, of how it works you can well you subscribe to channels and you can comment on things and people show their it's kind of what it is it's people talking to each other and sharing pictures and video or sound or whatever the case may be so we've gotten to this point now and and you and you don't have to go very far i mean i've encountered this in in many aspects and that people that are that have been on on Facebook for a long time are finally coming to this realization that Facebook has really become this very strange wasteland. You, you know where I'm going with this? Maybe you don't think about it per much per se, but you've got to think about it from the point of view of the people, the demographics that it's targeted to. And this is where it's gotten really complicated with um, with Facebook in that. It's they they they've always been targeted to a younger group. Okay, sixteen to what twenty five maybe sixteen to thirty years of age somewhere in there. They've actually wanted to go younger, but but that's not what Facebook is anymore. Facebook is all older people. It's baby boomer stuff. It's the the generation behind them. It's the the parents of the kids that they're trying to target. It's that by which is things that are happening, and it makes it sort of. Strange, but it also makes where these younger people have said, screw this, I'm out of here. And anybody that's cruising through their Facebook feed will see that it's all of the same stuff. It's old people. I'm, I'm old people too, but I'm young at heart still. There, there's, a, there's old people post. It's people that show pictures of can openers and they say, oh, I bet the younger generation doesn't know what that is. Hurry, hurry. Or a rotary dial telephone, and they make such a big deal, like how they how they survived without helmets <laughs> when they were children riding bicycles. You know, we should go back to the way it was in the fifties. No, I don't think we should. Uh, quite frankly, you got to be careful with all that. But I mean, the list goes on. You know what I'm talking about here. And it's become this strange little odd little world there are people out there you'll see this at night they'll they'll make a post on facebook and they'll say i'm going to bed good night everybody like i've been waiting with bated breath to figure out what you're doing for the rest of your evening 
<laughs> I know you sound bitter. Well, it's that these these types of posts become very, uh, very deaf. You know, there's no bearing to that. You don't see that on on the Instagram, for example. You don't see it on TikTok. You don't see any of that stuff because it's about more of a pure pure content. Uh, Facebook had run into, of course, a lot of problems because of, good God almighty, everybody is a political science on Facebook. I did not realize that we had so many experts in the field of political science that was remarkable. Now, yeah, it's one thing to, you know, talk about your point of view, but it's another thing to, you know, be like a fostering of fake news and um, hatred and stuff like that that seems to get pushed around quite a bit. And it's unfortunate, but that's what that's what it had turned into. And because of that, more and more people wanted to leave. And then all of a sudden, Zuckerberg had this just this marvelous idea to create this second life type of thing, which is what this is. It's a copy of Second Life, and it's a thing called Meta and the Metaverse. It's what horizon, something Horizon or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't even remember what it is because the marketing on this has been so stupid. And everybody who has been onto this thing and has looked at it for for whatever value they think they can get out of it, they're trying to be um, uh, objective with its coverage of what this thing really is. They've all they've all come to the same conclusion that it is remarkably boring and really quite stupid. It's just there's there's nothing to it. And there's this notion within the hallways of Facebook or Meta that everybody's just going to flock to this thing, and it turns out. Not so much. Not so much. It, on the surface, it would seem that Facebook has sort of lost its luster. It's not, it's not as popular as it once was. People complain about it all the time. I'm one of them. And part of the, part of the issue here, too, is that, you know, it would seem that, that nobody really cares. Or do they? because the numbers of posts are still just the same as they were in the past. They've gotten a little dumber over the <laughs> over the past several months, but but there there they are. People seem to be lightening up a bit. I'm seeing a lot of uh, you know, posts about now of course I, you know, the the people that I follow are different from any of the others, but it's you know, I see posts about uh uh, you know, the people living their lives and having a good time. Most of it, of course, with me is music related. So I follow a lot of bands and a lot of uh, musicians that are uh, in, you know, in the in various bands and whatnot that I see. And it's it's all it's all well and good. It's a it's a fine thing for what it is. So is it going through an overhaul? Absolutely, it really is. We're starting to see a, a, a shift. Which direction? I don't know. Will Facebook ever return to the days that it once was? No, that will never happen. There was all the reason part of this had happened was the um, the notion that that uh, that Instagram was going to be targeting more and more youngsters. In fact, they were looking for preteen people, and that sent some parents over the edge. It really did. It made them think about well, what the hell is going on Facebook. You know, a lot of people won't let their kids have a Facebook account until they're of a, of an appropriate age. Wisely so, because it's not like much is being filtered over there. It really isn't. It's the same thing with all the other social media. There's not much filtering going on much of anywhere. I know they do the best that they can, in theory. Uh, a fantastic uh, thing I was listening to, I guess it was on, well, it was some, somewhere on NPR, I think it was, and they were talking about the the content moderators on TikTok and how I think there's a lawsuit that's being 
filed or, or something along on behalf of the people that are the monitors. They they go through questionable posts and they determine whether or not the general public needs to see them and to see if it violates the terms of service, something that we've always talked about here in the past. And and the problem with that was is that they were these people were seeing such horrific shit. I mean, dead babies and 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 violence and people getting shot in the face and you know overt pornography and animal cruelty and stuff that. That 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 would make any sensible normal human being probably wretch at the thought of, and these people are suing for some sort of compensation for post traumatic stress. Ah, yes, I see that. And they go, well, there's people that go, well, you know, if, you, if you're sensitive to that, why'd you get that job? People think they can handle that kind of thing until they get in there and realize what's going on, and they get flooded with this type of stuff, and they have demands on how many people are supposed to, you know, supposed to work, and these people just can't keep up. They're not getting the help they need to cope with these these sorts of things. It's a sticky situation because what is the social media company supposed to do at that point? Somebody's got to do that. You know, they, they can't rely entirely on an algorithm to sort it all out. It will be a, it'll definitely be a uh, an issue for sure. But the bottom line here, though, is that have we reached peak social? Have we gotten there? Have we have we've gotten to social media saturation? Part of me says yes. Barnaby says no. The reason being is the demographics of social media is probably shifting some. And, uh, yeah, the kids are always going to go to where the kids are going to be. TikTok is the number one place right now. There's no two ways around it. Uh, the radio station has a TikTok page uh, that uh, our friend Jen runs it. Uh, I'm trying to – really, to be honest with you, I haven't really fooled around with it. It's, it's a bit in your face. Some of it's pretty amusing. Some of it is not. Some of it's really stupid, but that's, you know, that's, that's my opinion. And I understand the appeal of it. I really do. I understand the, uh, the, the gravity toward that. And I'll tell you what's odd is seeing content that has been created through TikTok being shared back over to Facebook. <laughs> I know, I know that's a thing, but that's, you, you get that. I mean, there's tweets that show up on Facebook. There's Facebook posts that show up in Twitter. I mean, they all, they all go back and forth because we, as a, as consumers here, we are the cattle on the feedlot because we are the product. You know that, don't you? When you when you see this stuff being about, you know bandied about, you're not really thinking too much about which social media is trying to be better than the other. It's it's all a matter of preference. But you have to understand too that the job of any social media, no matter what it is, whether it's whether it's YouTube whether it's TikTok, whether it's Twitter, whatever, name one, whatever they are, their number one goal is for engagement. They want you to engage and they want you to stay on that site or that app as long as humanly possible so they can feed you more ads. Uh, here's another example, one I'm taking completely off my phone and closing my account, uh, Nextdoor. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where the feed shows you stuff from like three weeks ago. And I know you can set the preferences to like the, your most recent posts. And I did that and it says it'll revert back to what we feel you should see within 60 days. And then I went back and I looked and there was, there was nothing recent. It was, and it was all the same shit and it's the same thing. Everybody bitching about something that isn't even a thing. So, you know, that was that. And I, I was done with it and, and no more. And that really, truly is an old people, old people app. It really is. It's, it's just, 
Yeah, delete. <laughs> I'm doing it right now now that I'm thinking about it because I need I need the real estate on my phone first and foremost. And second of all, every time I look at it, it's like, oh, this angers me to no end. And it's like, you know, I used to get all of these uh, these notifications and it'd be like, urgent alert, urgent alert. And it'd be, my cat got out of my backyard. Anybody seen Tabby? You know, shit like that. It's like, you know, try not and get yourself all worked up about all this sort of thing, really, please. <laughs> there's, there's more to life than worrying about, you know, are those gunshots? You're goddamn right it is, Mima. This is Memphis. We don't play gunfire fireworks. It's all gunfire here, man. We live in a war zone. This is a third world nation. You can't drive through these streets without blowing out a tire because we have potholes. We don't have potholes. We have craters. That's what it is. We had a mayor who said he was going to fill every one of them. He got him elected too. He did two terms and now he's done. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but hey, that's the, that's, yeah, yeah, I can say it. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Where were we? Facebook, social media. Yes. So wh- where where are we going now? What are we what are we doing? It's a it's a viable question because there are so many businesses that speak to their fans via social media that um they're being they're being held they're being kept away from their audience because the audiences are being held hostage. And people, quite frankly, I'm one of them, refuse to give money to social media. I refuse to do it. I, I just, I mean, I know they make their money in advertisement. That's fine. I don't know. I see the occasional boosted post. But the people that I've talked to about it, they've said that every time they've boosted a post, it's like it, it didn't seem like they got their money's worth. It was just sort of, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it happened, and a few more people saw it. And they'll say, okay, so say you got a 1,000 fans and you want to boost a post about something, and you give them like 20 bucks, and then they'll say, all right, we showed it to 200 people. <laughs> well, wait a minute. <laughs> wait. So, if I, so for every 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 20 bucks, I get 200 people, and I got 1,000. This is going to get expensive. <laughs> and that's what, that's what happens. It's all based in that one word we're all trying to wrap our heads around and that is algorithm that's the way it works algorithms are everywhere the whole the whole internet is is run on various algorithms it kind of has to be that way um you know basic search engine work like google is an algorithm it's what it does you type in a you type in a word it, it finds places online that match that word or that phrase or answers that question it's a but but the top ones are going to be sponsored. So if you're looking for, hey, I need a pest control guy, right? Pest control services in my neighborhood. And you pop that into the old Google. Well, the first ones that will come up are the ones that the first, the top posts are paid for. There are various companies are competing for your, they're competing for your business. And they want to get it. I get that. That almost makes sense to me. But in social media, it's a little weird because it's, it's almost as if you're being almost entirely held hostage except for the political scientists and i use that term loosely the the people that that want to argue with you because you're wrong and they're right and that this place of toxicity and hatred 
Thankfully, we seem to be steering away from that as a society, and I think a lot of it has to do with what's going on in Ukraine right now. You know, watching Russia implode has been, quite frankly, a little amusing. And which, by the way, I'll have you know that this whole thing with Joe Biden and him saying that Russia needs a regime change and everybody flipped out. They said, oh, you can't say that. Why not? Look what we dealt with before. (laughs) I mean, my God. No, you shouldn't have said that. That was a gaffe. No, it wasn't. No, he's not wrong. Not, not. He's actually correct about this. Russia does need a regime change. Well, he's a world leader, and he's not allowed to say that kind of stuff. Sure he can. <laughs> Maybe kind of tacky and whatnot, but once again, look at the guy that was in the office before him. And I know there might be some people that are listening to that that go, oh, Rick, oh, you know, this is my opinion. I've been listening to everybody else's opinion. I, I listen to it all the time. I see it all the time. I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a Facebook feed right now, and it's nothing but opinion. Albeit a bit weird, but yeah, you know, somebody had has a picture of a of a car, uh, and it said, uh, you know, I would give my money. I'd give all my money for this car. And quite frankly, the car's not that big a deal. It's just my opinion about this stuff. Some things I do see, I, I that are kind of cool. Not much, but <laughs> but there is some there is some pretty amusing things to to find out there. But you have to be careful with it. You know, a little word a little word of advice for you when it when it comes to social media, and I think we've gotten to this point too, and it's been a tough lesson for all of us to learn over the past at least the past five, six years, is that we have to learn to physically step away from it once in a while. You you kinda have to. Um you know, we were dealing with a thing called FOMO. You remember we used to talk about FOMO, um, and you would hear a lot about it. FOMO, fear of missing out. And that's a thing. You know, there are people that will see various posts, and they get sort of jealous. It's sort of keeping up with the Joneses because it's like they say, oh, look, they're going on vacation. Look, they're, they're, they're doing – I want to do that too. Look, they bought a car. I want to do that too. Look, they got this – they got this cool thing they built in their backyard. First of all, none of that is true. None of them went on a nice vacation. None of them built this really groovy thing in their yard. These these are all things that you know very rarely they do. I know, but but for the most part, it's it's not. And then we look at it and well, if they're doing all of this really cool stuff, how do they have time to even worry about posting that on onto social media? And then be concerned with the um. Uh, with the reactions of people, because that's something else. These people, we've all become conditioned to um, be, uh, uh, you know, worried about whether or not people like our posts. You know, like when you open up your app, whichever whichever one it is, you'll see the, the, the little red dot that's over, like in Facebook, the little red dot over um, messages or notifications and you feel like, oh, i got to clear them off, man. You've been conditioned. You've been trained. You have to go in and you have to make sure that you saw every one of those things. 99.9% of those things really don't mean anything to you, do they? And we've kind of woken up to that. I know. Why are you using that woke thing again, bro? Nah. Look, the idea here is that we're, we're waking up to the notion that we've all been a bit manipulated, haven't we? We've all been a bit manipulated by what social media can do to us. We feel that we have to respond to everything that comes through this thing instead of just letting it wash over you. Um, I use a lot of who cares when I, 
<laughs> when I look at stuff, I go, ah, oh, look at this. Ah, oh, who cares? Oh, look at that. Oh, that doesn't look good on you, madam. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, your kids are so ugly. Or, oh, my God, your kid is so stupid. You know, that that kind of stuff. I mean, it's all internal dialogue with me. And that's amusing to me because I put it in its proper place because that's where it belongs. It belongs in a, in a in the bucket that is non-earth shattering. It's nothing that's going to affect the rest of my day. It's not going to affect what happens to me the first thing in the morning because life happens, right? We have other things we have to worry about. We have our families. We have our loved ones. We have our dogs, our cats. We have our things that we have to take care of. We have to worry about whether or not our car is going to get us to work or whether we're going to get our utilities cut off because it's been a tough month. <laughs> it's those types of things. And seeing some of these stories online aren't really healthy, but at the same time, in its proper perspective, I am under the. I'm under this. Uh, I have a theory. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how much water this theory holds, but there's. I think there's a theory. I've been working on it down in the basement. I think it's got. I think it's got some legs. The idea is, is that my phone. I won't see any, you know, notifications unless it's like something really big. I don't see much of anything until I pick it up and open it to look at something else aside from Facebook. And then all of a sudden I get like five notifications from Facebook. And so you'll, op- you'll open up the Facebook app and you see what everything's going on. You clear all that off because, you know, red dot fever. That's not a thing in India. Holy cow. You go through and you clear all this off and then yet there's more that comes and more that comes because now you've been conditioned to stay on that app and clear off that thing and then there's a chance and there's a hope that you're going to be consuming some advertisement. Instead of going, fuck this, close the app, go somewhere else. You know, like to the kitchen to make a sandwich. (laughs) That's really kind of what needs to happen is more and more people need to do that. At the same time, for businesses, how does how do we work around the problems that Facebook has painted itself into a corner? Because that's unfortunately where all the our targeted people are at. It's a weird, strange line. Is it going to go anywhere? Probably not. Is it going to go away? No, I don't think so. Is it going to be as big as it once was? I don't think so either. Is Meta going to ultimately do Facebook in? It's going to cripple it. I think that certainly not doing social media any favors at all. Really, who wants to be in a fake world all the time anyway? Jesus Christ, reality is amusing enough as it is. Hi, this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomcloset.memphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. 
Much like what we talked about in, re- in regards to social media, I think we're starting to see the same thing involving network television. Have you thought about this much? When was the last time you really sat down and said, well, I'm going to watch the uh, uh, sitcoms? I, you know, I couldn't even name one, to be honest with you. And I've, I've gotten to this weird point in my life where I don't really care about what's on television. I don't. I mean, there's so many things that I can watch and I can do that's a, little, a lot more productive with my time. It's not that I don't care for the entertainment or I don't care for the medium. I think it's fantastic. The problem is there's just nothing on it. God help you if you were trying to watch any local news because some of that stuff is old and it's been poached from social media. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got to see this. Oh, you got to see the thing about the pickup truck that was picked up by the tornado and drove away casually. Damn, man, dude, yeah, we saw that last week. What the hell? Why are you trying to be relevant? Have you thought about maybe making your own medium relevant as well, or is that too much to ask? For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, pocketcast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Right, there you go. You heard what's uh, coming up next time on this whole program. Next, it's like, I've, it's like I've had too much to drink. Uh... Not yet. <laughs> the day is still young. That it is springtime here, and it's uh, I, you know, we've been talking about social media, and you know, during that break, I was thumbing through um, thumbing through the through the feed here, and there's these people, <laughs> these it's just stuff I haven't gone through this this deep into my Facebook feed in forever, and then there's people that like like these there's this there's there's there are women out here that do this. They take these really sultry, sexy pictures of themselves, and they're like, you know, tons of cleavage, and it's like, check out my boobs, you know, and everything. You know, you got all these, all these hard up guys that are liking the post, and they're coming to, ooh baby, ooh baby, all this stuff. And then, and then there's responses is like, you know, oh, I don't want to be objectified, bitch. Why'd you take the picture of yourself in the first place like that? The hell. And then on the other end of the spectrum, it's just like, hey, we're having mashed potatoes and green beans along with these smothered pork chops and maybe meatloaf. I don't know yet. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about maybe some cornbread or some toast or something. That's what we're having for dinner at my place tonight. You know, we're going to start at about six o'clock and everybody's coming over. And I think my husband's parents are coming over as well, too. And we we may sit down and just we may play canasta later. And when you look at this stuff, you go, I think I understand now why all the teenagers have left social media. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody nobody cares. And it was a post from like an hour ago, and it was like no likes, no shares, no nothing, and it's no comments. And it's like, uh, or you get the one wise ass that says, hey, how are you over in about 10 minutes? Uh, yeah. And a lot of people have a lot of, um, a lot of self-esteem issues. Whew. Lord. All the, the, the memes... Yeah, it's kind of upsetting in a way, but I guess that's how they make you, you know, they go, well, I'm just, I just post to make somebody else feel better about their lives. No, you're not. You're posting it for yourself. If it's one thing social media has done specifically, and that, that, that is the single one thing it has trained people on how to be absolute insufferable, narcissistic bastards. That's exactly what it, <laughs> and it's made it a lot easier to identify them. That's that's certainly for sure. But uh, at any rate, what are you going to do? Enjoy it as best you can. Pick and choose your battles and, uh, you know, find the content where it's at. You remember, you know, Bill Gates is, is is a big of a weirdo as he probably is. He was absolutely correct in one, in one very important aspect, and that is he said, you know, content is king. And he's right. You know, that, that's, that's like with this whole thing with YouTube. And when if you look at the things 
that that are out there. He he's he is he's absolutely correct. Um, you know, I mentioned it at the top of the show. Radio Memphis YouTube page is becoming active. Um, if you want to see some stuff from the morning show, maybe stuff I don't even maybe you may not have listened to the show. That's fine, whatever. You can find it at uh, go to YouTube and search the Radio Memphis, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And uh, subscribe to the page. Watch some of the bits. Tell us what you think. Comment. You're free to do so. It's free world. Say whatever you want. Don't care. Whatever. Blah, blah. That's what it is. <laughs> Just tossing it all off like it's no big deal. Hey, there is a certain bliss to that, you know, when you get right down to it. There really is this. There's a, there's a moment that happens in your lives, and it happens to everybody, when, you, when your give-a-shit meter just doesn't want to work anymore. And when that's the case, life becomes remarkably happy embrace the fact that you don't have to put on this facade of being um, of being sensible all the time be reasonable not you know you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to be anything but that be yourselves and be reasonable that's decent advice and have a good time along the way I guess I don't know you do you that's the way that goes all right kids I gotta run you heard what's coming up next time on the program until next time please take care of yourselves take care of one another and for God's sake stop shooting each other all right I'm Rick Cheddar and this has been from Radio Land Rick Cheddar from Radio Land is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com. <laughs>